just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. So we're just back here at the proper true yarn studio live in the GC with the Queen, undisputed Queen of Charleville. Everyone knows it and if you don't know it, you're a fuckwit. So <laughs> we're just here before... We go down and uh, tell a few more proper true yarns from the Queen. We'll just take another little truth serum here, Jude. You get Jeez, that out, out of that cock cup of yours and I'll just... Same a cock cup? Unbelievable, eh? Oh. How's it's that? It's like mother's milk, darling. Like moisture. Oh. Oh. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Sweet. So you said um, off the last back of the last yarn, you said um, that you had a news agency in Brisbane. Mm. The only yarns about that news agency, Jim. Oh, Jude. you've got no idea. Honestly, This because I used to open up at 4 o'clock every morning and I used to close at 7 at night. So one night there, this is a true story, fair dinkum, shit me pants. <laughs> I was ready to shut up and this bloke came in and he was pissed as a parrot. Anyhow, he came in and he tried to get behind the counter and grab me because... I used to have girls coming in at five, six, seven, and you know, and then leaving early. And I was the first one there and the last one to leave. And he had this bloody—he was pissed out of his brain. And he came sort of behind the counter and tried to grab me. And I thought, you know, I'm going to get killed here. I'm gone. Anyhow, I'm trying to push him out the door, and I thought, what am I going to do? And I tried to push him out the door, and I pushed him, and he fell over. And he slipped over, so I started to push him with my legs and, my, you know, push him out. And he grabbed this bloody um, chewing gum stand, you know, in those days, the ra- straight across the road from the railway station, and all these chewing gum stands. So he grabbed hold of one of them and chewing gum went everywhere. And thank God, because he tripped on the, all these chewing gum, they just splattered everywhere. So I just kept pushing and pushing and... I got him out the door and I'm yelling out, help, help, help. There was a shop next door. Um, these people were in it from Wing and Wong and Wah Wah somewhere. And um, I'm trying to, I'm screaming out to them. I got him out the door and I shut the bloody door. I rang the cops and the cops came around because the police headquarters was just around the corner from the news agent. And they came around because I knew most of the coppers there because I used to get in the grog with them like I did with your father when he was. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, big ears. And they took off up the road because he staggered up the road and I went into the next door to these winging and nangnangs and I said, why didn't you come and help me? I said, did you hear me yelling out? They said, we heard you yelling out, ninga ninga. 
And they said, we thought you and your husband were having a big blue. I said, blue? He tried to, I don't know what he tried to do. <laughs> Probably tried to get them pants because I'd shit in mine. Oh, well, I should just shit in mine. Anyhow, he, um, yeah, the cops went and got him and they picked him up and then they wanted me to take him to court and all this. And I said, look, just kill him or something. <laughs> I don't want to go to court. I'm not a court person. I don't know what happened to him. I hope he's, no, I hope he's living. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> so with all That's that, true. with all that, with all that bubble gum, maybe he just wanted a juicy fruit. Yeah, he wanted <laughs> he a juicy fruit. Off the old he's drug. trying to get them a pants, I'm sure. And I said, "There's a big enough cunt in there already." <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah! <laughs> what a oh. fucking idiot! Off the back of that, I I um <laughs> I had the fucking um, Courier Mail contact me and, and said that they they'd run an article on you when you had the news agency. Can you elaborate the proper true yarn about the you wrote on a sign in front of the news oh, agency? Oh yeah, yeah. Tell tell yeah, us that proper yeah. true yarn. Well, I was next door to the Transcontinental Hotel opposite the Roma Street Railway Station in George Street. Yeah, and then I put this big sign on the footpath with chalk, win lotto with an arrow going to my news agency and then I put another arrow going to the pub next door and said, get blotto. So it was win lotto, get, get blotto. blotto. And it ended up in the front page of the Courier Mail. <laughs> I've seen the picture. Yeah, you did. Yeah, fucking amazing. Yeah, like, I, but what a marketing well, campaign. I know. Did it bring the punters in? Oh, shit, yeah. 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 No, it was saying, unbelievable. Yeah. Has the Courier Mail or anyone else ever run another story, like news article about you, June? Like, no. Is, no, that's the first and last. First and last. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Think? Really? Yeah. Oh, the the old Western that. Times did a few about you. Oh, shit, yeah. That was scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, this bloke, uh, I had paper boys that used to sell papers over at the uh, Roma Street railway stations. Yep. Anyhow, I had this bloke, this copper that used to come in a lot and he'd we had downstairs there and I can't mention names but he used to go down there and I used to have to go to the bottle shop and get him the grog and cart it down to him. And when this paper man that I had there one day, the kids, I used to pay the kids to sell papers up the street, but I had this old bloke over the at the railway station and paid him, you know, to sell papers and then one day he just disappeared and never bought the money back or anything. So my little alcoholic copper downstairs... Got him and found him and... Sawed him out. Sawed him out, yeah. yeah. And that's how, that's how real policing should be. That's right. Exactly you right. Give them drinks and... Give them drinks and they... get your money back. <laughs> 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 that is how I like to tie my line, Jude. Oh, I, I think so. Do 100%. You? Do you want me to tell you about the day... When I was at Yarrenvale, I grew up at Yarrenvale Station on the Paroo River at Kaladi, near Kaladi there. And this old bloke used to work for us. His name was Ashton Kitchener Parry. I loved his guts. One day he's, we were shearing at the shed, which was four miles from the homestead, and went over to the kitchen 
to see the cook over at the kitchen that all the shearers were staying in the shearers' quarters there. And I said, I'm just going up to see Ashton. Do you want me to take some lunch up to him? And the cook said, yeah, that'd be great. So he did this beautiful big sandwich for him. And I had a friend out from Charleville for the weekend. You know, she was a towny girl, Sookie. Anyhow, we went and got the sandwich and we took it up to the tractor where he was pushing scrub for the sheep. Halfway up there, she wanted to have a Tom Tit. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Anyhow, she's, you know, being a towny girl, you just get a bit of stick or something rather than wipe your beer and sass oh, with leaf. all that, you know, leaves or whatever. She said, but I can't because I haven't got any toilet paper. I said, just get some leaves and a stick or something rather than wipe your beer and sass. Anyhow, I thought, oh, this is a good opportunity. So she <laughs> sat down and did the Tom Tid. And I thought, oh, I'm going to get this bloke. So I took all the meat and salad off the sandwich <laughs> and I grabbed her Tom Tid and put it on the sandwich. This is a true story. I put well, it on the you. sandwich. I put it on the sandwich. <laughs> I love this bloke. Yeah, right. I did. Anyhow, I put it on the sandwich and so we got over to the tractor. He's pushing scrub and he said, oh, God, you're a good little girl. You've bought me lunch. And he got off the tractor and he got the water bag and got a bit of water in his canteen and in his bloody mug. Anyhow, he sat down beside the tractor and this girl, she was shitting her pants. She did shit. <laughs> Anyhow, he said, oh, God, you're good. So Ashton got this sandwich, fair dinkum, and he's sitting down beside the tractor and he went, he put his mouth into it and this shit flew out of <laughs> both ends of the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I said to this girl, Sheila, I said, fucking run. <laughs> so we took off and he's yelling out, you bloody bastard, you <laughs> we took off. She's crying her eyes out. <laughs> so anyhow, he got home to my mother. She was the most beautiful person in the world. I, she was just, I loved her. I've never loved anyone as much as my mother. Anyhow, he got back to the homestead before Sheila and I did. Anyhow, when we got home, my mother said, what happened? Ashton has told me. Oh, my mother was just absolutely disgusted. I don't blame her really because <laughs> you could see the shit flying out of the end of the sandwiches and dribbling. It wasn't a real runny one. Big turds were hanging out. <laughs> she cried. Mum said, righto, Ashton's home. He's told me what's happened and... You are going to bed. You're not getting any tea. You can just go to bed. I'm disgusted with you. Anyhow, Sheila turns around and says to Mum, I'm sorry, Mrs Aiken, it was my shit, but it was Judy's idea. (laughs) (laughs) True story. So we had to go to fucking bed, no tucking, no shower, nothing. (laughs) That's a true story. Did old Ash never get you back? Oh, look, 
he he had the shits with me for a couple Literally. of weeks. Yeah, he zapped me and all that. But he was a bit of a piss pot, Ash. And I used to hide his I used to hide his stubbies in the cistern, you know, in the toilet, so they'd get yeah. cold in the water there. Yeah. Yeah, so no, I don't know. And then when he'd go to town, he, one day he went to town, uh, which was sixty five miles out of Charleville, and a couple of days later he came back in a taxi. Anyhow, he opened the boot of the taxi. There was chooks flew out of it and dogs flew out of the fucking boot. <laughs> <laughs> he was that type of bloke, but we all loved him. Yeah. You know? Oh, <laughs> it was so funny. They were the best days of my life. Now, Jude, you have a saying that is synonymous of every time someone walks into your little shop there in Charleville or it's actually a saying that, you're actually known commonly for and that you say all the fucking time. Now, drop it on all the listeners out there. Get a yellow belly up ya. Sideways. Job's on, Jude. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.